0: Gave me permission to do this. Oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. If you're ready to change the narrative, shift your consciousness, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Jackie. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jackie Minsky show. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're with me for a while, thank you so much for coming back. As we all know, 2023 is literally days away. And if you do follow me on Instagram, Jackie underscore Minsky, then you probably know that I have decided to take the remainder of 2022 off of social media. So I really wanted to talk about my journey of what I've been doing off the internet, how important it is, and maybe inspire some of you guys to really take the remainder of the next few days, or even some days in 2023, just off of social media. It's very powerful. Now, for starters, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory on the reason why I decided to do that. For me, it's a very spiritual um year coming up. So for those that don't know, in January 6th will be five years since my mother passed away, since my mommy transitioned. So that's been really rough on me. We don't realize how fast time flies by until you're like, wow, five years without my mom. And for those that don't know, she was my best friend and it's the five-year mark is just it's hitting me. And again, many of you also don't know that October 23rd was my mom's birthday. So the number 23 means so much to me. And 2023, five years, I'm a numbers girl. Numbers are important. So I feel like I owe it to myself, to my soul to really make sure I'm divinely aligned. For me, it's just important because of the numbers, my mom, and so much. So let's take it to I'm on day three of no social media completely, which which is really amazing because I realize I'm actually off the phone even more. I even silence my text messages sometimes. When we put our phones away, there's just so much life to be lived and there's just so much to do. And even though we know that, we know that, what we'll do is we'll pick up that phone instead of doing the thing or a thing, right? So that's where the procrastination comes because these devices have really, really captured, you know, us. They really have. So on night one, it was difficult because we're people of habits. So breaking new habits is... I don't want to say hard because I'm a person who believes words have power, but it's different, right? So I always tell people, if we think of our neural pathways as, let's say, metaphorically, let's say we take the same road home every day. We know that we go straight, we make a left, then we make a right. We know how to get there without even using the navigation, right? Now, let's say your neural pathways are programmed that you get up in the morning, this is your routine, this is what you do, this is what you eat. And then in between those moments, you grab your phone. It's a programming. My phone, my phone, my phone, my social media, scrolling, scrolling. That thumb scroll is a programming. It's an addiction, right? So the first night, my programming was like, I want to grab the phone. I want to, like, it's a habit. And I was, doing the opposite for example now let's go back to the metaphor so now let's say we're driving home and all of a sudden there's a detour and the road is closed and now you have to use let's say the navigation or a different road home so now instead of making that left now you got to go straight for another let's say half a mile and make two rights or three rights right so what winds up happening then it's the same thing to your neural pathways. It's a new habit you're forming and you can't revert back to the same thing, but your mind is used to the old programming, which is AKA metaphorically the same road and you're reprogramming. So it's it's just different. It's not hard because every time I talk to someone and I'm like, you can do it. They're like, but it's so hard. I'm so used to this. You telling yourself that it's so hard is a form of you programming yourself. So you have to choose your words carefully. Instead of saying, this is hard or I can't do this, say, this is different, but I'm willing to try. There's a different frequency attached to that. And you're going to feel easier with the new choices, the new habits. And you're going to be programming those neural pathways to be open to the new habits. So on night one, when I was wanting to, because of my old programming, grab my phone, I would just open a a book, right? Like I would just open a book and I'd I'd force myself to read. Even though I'm a reader, this was like extra reading. This is like, okay, what am I going to do right now? I could either do a quick workout, which it was late at night, I really didn't want to do. I was too tired to do, so I had to force myself to open a book and just read. I was like, okay, I'm just going to read. I have time so I can read, right? And it's important because then the next morning, the next morning was the hardest. Like I'm going to be so honest with you guys because me personally, when I wake up in the morning or, oh, let me correct myself. When I used to wake up in the morning, the first thing I would grab is my telephone. So you can imagine I wake up and I'm like looking for my phone and then my neural pathways, because now I've programmed myself that I'm on this, this cleanse, this journey, I've really made that decision consciously, didn't touch my phone, just stared at the ceiling. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to start opening my eyes. What can I do? I drank some water, I went to journal, I went to read, I went to meditate, I went to visualize. And even though I did these things before with my cell phone? I now found myself having more time to visualize, having myself more, giving myself more time to meditate, giving myself more time to journal, giving myself more time for a workout, to read all these things. How many times have you been maybe on your phone or sitting on your couch, maybe procrastinating, and that intuition is like telling you what you need to do? And I'm going to use basic, simple things as an example. So for example, let's say you're watching television or you're on your phone and that intuition is like, can you fold your laundry? And you don't. You stay on the television or you stay on, let's say, your phone. What winds up happening is your spirit gets irritated. It's your soul that gets irritated because you're breaking promises. And it's important because if you can't commit to yourself, and if you can't make promises to yourself, then you have to think of divine source. How is it going to keep promises and commit to you if it's a reflection of you? Now, I've said this in my posts, and you've probably heard this from other people, but this is like the key to a lot of things source god universe any term divine any term you're comfortable with you're in a partnership with this is a a sacred relationship but it's tricky because it's a it's a mirror it's a reflection right so if you don't trust source that's because you don't trust self when you trust self you begin to trust source and then you co-create together So it's super important that those little commitments of doing the laundry or putting away the dishes or going for a walk or reading a book or putting away the cell phones, like these little tasks that we've been programmed by society from a very young age to do, that we unlearn them and listen to our spirit. Super important. So what I want you to do is if you have a pen and paper and if you're driving maybe do it later on Is I want you to write down throughout the day and you could do this in your notepad by the way Like if if you're sitting on your phone Or on your couch watching television and, and something pops up I want you to write it down right away Like I want you to start becoming aware of those little nudges of what you're supposed to be doing So what I started to do was I would let's say be doing something, procrastinating, right? Something that takes me away from a task that can bring me closer to the future I want. It's procrastination. And in those moments, that little voice would come to me and say, hey, you should be doing this. Whatever it is, maybe it's, hey, you should record that podcast, or hey, you should create that content, or hey, put away the laundry. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It, it'll come to you, right? Or maybe simple as, hey, drink more water. Hey, get up and get a glass of water, right? It doesn't matter. That inner knowing, that inner compass is going to be speaking to you, in those moments, I want you to write it down in your notepad. The minute it speaks to you, just write it down. If you, can't, if you don't have a pen and paper or a pencil and paper next to you, when that nudge comes, put it in your notepad. Put it in your notepad. Because what happens then is, first of all, if you make a list, then you're going to see how many things you've been avoiding. But then you're going to realize how many times throughout the day your intuition has actually been speaking to you and you have bypassed it. Right Now, I want you to bring awareness to this. If you spiritually bypass spirit, divine, source, in the moments it's telling you to get a glass of water, or in the moments it's telling you to go create that content, or in the moment it's telling you these things, how are you going to catch on the bigger things when spirit tells you, hey, you should go out this night. You're gonna meet your person. Or, hey, you should not take this career. Like, how do we expect to get connected to source on these big things if source can't even nudge us for these little things? So I really want you guys to make a list of every time it nudges you. What is it saying? And it's the, it's the faint. It's like the most smallest thing that can pop into your intuition the smallest the smallest thing but that's why just write it down just write it down hey call this person you know i'm gonna tell you guys a story that i've never told publicly before and it has to do with my mom and i love how this episode just did a full circle because of what i just shared with you guys about all these nudges the night before my mother passed away and I apologize if I get my voice gets shaky. Like this can get emotional. The night before my mother passed away, I was editing something on my computer, um, a document, and she kept calling and calling, and I I usually always pick up on my mother, but that night, of course, I was thinking to myself, "I'll call her back" or "I'll call her tomorrow." I really was just wanting to finish this document. And after I finished editing it, I went into the pantry and I was in the pantry and a few things happened that were very interesting. First, my intuition said, call your mother. And I didn't listen. Then this is where it gets very interesting for me. Then my mother called me again and she left me a voicemail. And I normally don't listen to voicemails. I really normally don't, but for some reason I listened to this voicemail and what I'm going to say next may, you may, you may not believe it. You may be, you may think I'm crazy, but it's very important because I know, I know in my heart that this is how it happened. And I listened to the voicemail and the first time I heard the voicemail, my mother said, do me one last favor. I wake up the next morning and she was no longer with us. She actually had a heart attack in her sleep. So I went back to the voicemail because for me, I, I was like, did she, was she giving me a warning? Like, d- did I miss something? And when I went back to the voicemail, it did not say the words, do me a last favor. Like the words last favor was not even in the voicemail anymore. And I actually kept playing it and playing it because I thought I was going crazy. I mean, I thought I was going crazy. I, I mean, I heard it clear and it was so clear that I thought she was being dramatic. Okay. But I never called her back, even though my intuition told me to call her back, especially even gave me a voicemail that was dramatic enough to make me want to call her back. And I didn't call her. This is why those little nudges are so important because we never know when it could be the last time we get a chance to talk to someone. Because had I had called her back, I could have had at least one more conversation with my mother, right? Same way we know we need to do these, these little things for ourselves, for our future, and we just don't do them. We don't listen. So guys, I really, from the bottom of my heart, really wanted to share this episode with you because it's something I'm, I'm focusing so strongly on this year is just hearing that intuition, paying attention to it. I'm also writing it down so it doesn't slip my mind so I can, you know, pay attention and, and really connect with spirit, my intuition source, the divine. So if you want to get off social media and do a detox, feel free to send me a DM. I won't be reading any DMs till January 7th, which is the day after my mother's five-year passing. But I will be wanting to read your stories. So if you listen to this episode, and you got inspired to get off social media, and you're getting inspired to write down these little nudges, and it could be something as simple as, you know, Jackie, I listened to this episode, and I realized I was procrastinating on cleaning my house, and then I cleaned my house, and I felt better. Just little things like that. I just want you to start working with yourself, keeping promises to yourself. Don't bypass information. The more you bypass information, spirit, source, divine, and God, any term you're comfortable with can't get through to you. And I think in 2023, it's it's a powerful year if we allow it to be. And it's super important that we really take on these tasks, take action when action is needed, and truly have the best year that we possibly can. And with that being said, as always, if you're new to the podcast, leave a rating and a review. And if you're with me for a while, you guys know, as always, I'm going to end this with I love you.